Welcome to Aliens vs. Predator, a limited review show where we'll be reviewing every single film in the Alien and Predator franchise. I am one of your hosts, Chris Waterman from Jacksonville, Florida, joined this evening by Mr. George Arevalo from Miami, Florida. What up, what up? We've got Mr. Adam Gumbert from Lexington, Kentucky. Hey, what's going on? Double Y chromosome right here. <laughs> a little shout out to the movie and uh maybe bobby miller who is a holding over from our ecg podcast earlier we're not really sure but uh we'll see if he pops in he he is our wild card for sure likes to keep us on our toes on today's episode we will be talking alien 3 that's right alien 3 from 1992 uh specifically reviewing the uh special edition or assembly cut as it's known slightly longer uh recut version as close to the david fincher's uh, original vision as uh the studio could make after the fact as always let's uh, kick it off with a bit of trivia uh so speaking of uh studio versions and director's cuts david fincher has famously disowned this film uh due to studio interference and essentially having no say on the final cut was uh according to him uh fired three times uh from the the production had to fight for every single thing no one hated it more than me and to this day no one hates that movie more than me he says uh that's how he felt about the film um so uh he considered working on the assembly cut that we watched but decided against it and gave uh supervising producer charles to i'm gonna butcher butcher this last name charles de lazarica his blessing and said that uh, don't call it the director's cut, but uh, you know, go for it. Get it as close as you can to what we originally went for. Uh, so very troubled production. He was a first time feature director coming off of music videos uh, to shoot this movie. Some other interesting little tidbits. Uh, Michael Bean, who played Hicks in Aliens, was famously paid uh, as much for his brief uh, likeness use in this film. Uh, as he was for the entirety of uh, being in Aliens uh, with a speaking and acting role on set and kind of helped set a precedent for using Hollywood actors' likenesses in films and being compensated for that. Uh, Final bit of trivia, Sigourney Weaver famously shaved her head for this film and uh, had a clause in her uh, contract that if she were to have to shave her head uh, again for reshoots, um, she would be compensated accordingly or... You know, they could try to use a, I guess, a, a, a basically a, uh, what do you call it? A bald cap. And apparently the bald cap didn't look good. So they had to pay her to shave her head twice because her hair had started to grow back out. So uh, let's jump in now with some some general impressions. I'm going to go first because like this is a film that for probably the better part of 10 years, I've really like championed as like, you know, especially watching this cut, uh, I, I don't think it gets the credit it deserves. I don't think it's an alien. I don't think it's an aliens. Um, not to like spoil potential future rankings, but I think this movie's way better than it gets credit for. And I'm glad to see that in the probably the last 10 or 15 years, it's kind of risen in stature. Like people have kind of come back and taken the second look because um, I think it's gorgeous. Number one, I think it has some of the most stunning visuals in, in any of the alien movies. Um, it has a very distinct style. 
And I think it takes a lot of chances, which is something that sequels don't often do, especially in cinema. You know, sequels tend to play it safe, be de derivative. And you can't say that um, about this movie. It definitely does not play it safe and uh, is not derivative. I love that uh, as much as it was probably disappointing in the time um, that you kill off like all of these people and Ripley's alone, you know, again, right at the beginning of the movie. I think that's a very bold choice um, to kind of set the, the narrative pace. But um, I certainly don't think this movie is perfect. I think it has its problems. There are, are still, uh, even in the the director or the assembly cut, um, some apparent, you know, very apparent um, pacing problems and some some jumbled uh, plot points. Um, you can kind of see the the results of the studio interference and kind of the clash of visions. But um, I think when it works, it works really well. Um, how about you, you fellas? Either one can go next. What are your general impressions? George goes first, so. All right. Um, like I thought it was, I thought the movie was, was, was fine. Um, you know, like I, yeah, I don't think it's as good as alien, uh, or alien and aliens, right. One and two. Um, but, but I thought it was fine. I don't, I don't see what the, what, you know, any kind of why there would be such a negative perception. I think it's just a, another installment. I don't think it does anything amazing. I don't think it does anything poorly. Um, uh you know i don't know I, obviously some stuff is going to come out in the the next couple of movies if this was intended to be the end uh in some ways it caps it off well in some ways it doesn't um you know I, I, it was a little exhausting to introduce yet another group of characters and it does lack a little bit of continuity besides um you know from her you, you see her lose losing the the little girl i think is 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 rough it has obviously a big impact on her but it's like damn like Ridley, uh, Ripley just keeps failing, right? Um, and kind of what I probably my biggest issue with it, which we talked about before, is that like her character is built on being so strong and so driven that there's a point where she kind of like falls apart and just shows some weakness. And you could say she's being human, but it just didn't seem like appropriate, you know, particularly when when she wants to, when she wants to basically kill herself, but then it's basically asking someone else to do it you know like it just i don't know it seemed it, it didn't seem like in line with her character you know she seemed to take charge more of the situation and she does rebound and get it together towards the end of the movie i think um but um yeah her character suffers a little bit in terms of how it was perceived that i don't think it's entirely consistent but, but it was good man the movie was fine yeah, you know, I I think like to 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 the point about the character, one of my favorite moments is like you know at the end when she's like your ass is already on the line. Like, what are you gonna do about it? Like, that's like a like a moment where it's like, all right, yeah, like this is the Ripley that we've kind of come to know and love, right? Like, who just kind of steps up and t uh, takes charge. But um, yeah, I think like that. Those are some some you know some valid criticisms. How about you, Adam? Um, <clears throat> This is your second time seeing this, right? Yeah. So apparently, I've only seen the original cut of it because of the differences. I didn't. Again, I've watched those movies forever ago. But when you point out the differences, especially that very last thing, I'm like, oh yeah, this is a completely different cut from what I've seen. So yeah, it's my second time watching this one. First time with the assembly. First cut, time with assembly. Yeah. Did, do you have one that you prefer? Um. Honestly, they don't feel that different to me. There are small differences, mm -hmm. but I don't feel the things that are added or taken away make that much of a difference. Uh, I might be wrong. You, you might be able to point it out, but like where, where it comes from is different. Where the alien appears from is different in both cuts. Mm -hmm. uh, I think this assembly cut is less upsetting for sure. 
but I don't think it changes. It doesn't change the design or the alien or the idea behind the design of the alien. And then the only other thing you're missing is them locking it away, which is cool moment, but then it's immediately undone. So it's like, did it really matter? And then the chest burster at the end, which makes sense because it definitely would be overkill. It's unnecessary because she's sacrificing herself. But also, yeah, they want to see that shot, and you don't, you never see that shot in this movie. So I don't think the difference. I don't, I don't know. They're both fine. I think I maybe prefer this one a little bit better, but I mean, barely. Maybe I don't know. It's not that different to me. So it's almost a half hour longer, believe it or not. Um, a lot of what they add is uh, is kind of around the character development. So you get quite a bit more with like the the prisoners um, and and Clemens, especially like in the beginning. I think it just it fleshes out the world a little better and lets things kind of breathe. You're right, like narratively, like it doesn't like it's not like a drastically different like where it starts and you know kind of goes and and where it ends like is is all very similar. It's just kind of how that story unfolds and um, I think it endears you a little bit more to like some of the the prisoners um, who get a bit more screen time and you get a little more context of of stuff. That um, might be true because I don't remember anybody from the first summer i don't remember any of the prisoners i remember that they were on a prison planet i don't remember them as a character but this time i'm like i can name people i recognize the guy from jurassic world 2 or jurassic park 2 and i was like i don't <laughs> yeah. remember this guy being in the movie so that might be the difference that i actually know who these guys are compared to not remembering at all who they were before yeah you just get more kind of banter and you see some of those interpersonal relationships like both with and without ripley which i think is like is kind of a key to understanding like some of their motivations and things like um so cool all right it sounds like nobody disliked the movie which is like that's uh, that's good a, a lot of people very actively i remember like growing up and being a teenager like like were like ah oh, man like the first two alien movies are good but three sucks and even with the original like theatrical version i never really felt that certainly didn't like it as much um but i've come to really like regard this better and better like every time that i see it just because um you know like i said with kind of get with some distance and and time like i I think it was quite quite the bold uh you know film and a lot of the stuff that it attempts uh great soundtrack too like what i was working today i put on the soundtrack because i was trying to decide what piece of music i wanted to use for uh for our title card for the episode Mm -hmm. and um i i settled on on something but yeah, again, I don't remember. I only watched it by myself, so I had no idea that people didn't like the movie. I was just like, oh, cool. Now let me go on to Resurrection because I was just watching them all from the torrent that I <laughs> took whenever I was you know, 15 years old or whatever. Um, I could see people having an issue, I suppose, if they were expecting it to be like the first two movies, but I don't think it needs to be to be its own thing. But if they're like, we're the Marines, it's like, well, this movie doesn't have to have Marines, I guess. Like, I, If that's what you were expecting, I guess I see why you'd be mad, but... If you take that out of it, it's fine. I don't. I wouldn't be upset at this movie. I don't know why they were back then. So I, I think people felt like you know they, they were kind of shitting on the characters, right? Like I, I know the actors, like especially Michael Bean, was upset, like that they kind of just like off screen like kill his character, right? Like who people, you got to think like uh, six years, you know, to uh, of rewatches and all that stuff, like people got really, you know, close to these characters and thought for sure um, that they were going to be there for the for the next uh, film, you know, and um, I can see in the moment, especially if they managed to keep it a secret, you know, this is pre internet days, like, uh, if you're in the movie theater and you're expecting like, okay, like, so there's obviously going to be like this conflict, like where's Hicks, where's new, like, how are they going to factor into this? Like, at least she's got friends along, you know, and then suddenly like, no, they're not there. But to me, I think it adds to her tragedy a little bit, like, you know, 
she's yet again like kind of back to square one like meeting new people she's the only one that understands what's going on and she's like now having to kind of you know she's isolated in a lot of ways i think this movie kind of tackles like loneliness as a thing like there's a very lonely feel to the, to this movie in a lot of ways not just like with ripley but like some of the other characters right like you can see they have this like almost like brotherhood on the um on the prison but like um not really a whole lot of affection right <laughs> it's not an affectionate much double y chromosome as, as as you said you know these are serial killers and you know rapists and murderers and you know um people that have done terrible things so um it's weird for them to be upset at that just thinking that all of these movies end with ripley being the sole survivor like alien ends with her being the sole survivor and aliens they pick her up at a cryo and this is literally the exact same opening to the movie yeah. again i like the marines but why weren't you mad that you know the cat didn't show up in this movie i don't know you know what i'm saying but you know, whatever yeah I, I go ahead sorry i mean the the issue that i have with these movies is i almost feel like look i mean ripley's a, a, a probably an iconic character and i'm sure she's very well like you know very much loved but my thing is, these three movies could have been three standalone movies that the only tie-in is is the aliens and the race. Like this, these could have been issues that are happening concurrently after each other. Um, so the, the issue that I have personally with these movies so far is that the only thing tying them in together is is Ripley, right? From one movie to the other, when it comes to continuity, so I feels very much like one foot in, one foot out um, when it comes to putting this these together, right? If you're gonna have Ripley in all these movies. I would I would like to see more continuity from one movie to the next, like either other characters, more more themes, more things that are a little bit more connected and related to, to have more of that. Like, obviously, this is way back in the day, but that MCU feel or like the TV series feel where they're kind of building on each other. But these are three very individual, three different quests, essentially stories that Ripley's a, happens to be a part of and finds herself in the middle of. Oh, and she doesn't want any of it, right? There is um, one important thing that you're missing that unifies it, and that's Waylon Utani, right? The company, right. like, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that obviously, like, that's all going to be tied in, but it's, 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 it's very light. Like, you know, it's that's not what anyone's going to um, empathize, sympathize with, empathize with. Like, that's not what people are going to connect with, right? It's going to be characters, and 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 here you had Bishop to an extent come out and, and play a role, that and that great. I think one is was one of the strongest parts of this movie. Because let's face it, like you really don't really connect with any of the prisoners. And then the one the one person you do connect with, they kill him off so like nonchalantly, like it didn't matter. Like the I, minute I, you I, like I, him, they kill him. I hated his death. That is probably one of the things I hated the most about this movie. I hated his death because it was just so pointless and it and the buildup was for nothing. Like it almost would have been better if they like the stuff that he shared with her, like he shared it maybe as he's dying or it does something to kind of like to help as he's dying. Like, no, it just fucking goes out just like that. Like if it's nothing. It's good shock factor though. Like, that yeah. Scene. Cause it, like, cause you're, cause it's a really touching moment, you know? It is, it is, but I just, you know, I don't know. It's just the, the movie, these movies lack continuity with each other that I think it could do a better job or I wouldn't expect it as much if Ripley wasn't in all of the movies, you know, if it was just three different stories and maybe Ripley comes back for another movie later, but um you know that's that's the part that for a franchise like this i thought you'd see more of it from one to the next you know but so um speaking of deaths let's uh let's move into our categories here and talk uh who do you think has the best death in the in the film 
I mean, it's it's fucking what, what's his, is it? Is it Allen? No, the dude, the the black guy, the Dylan. preacher guy, Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Dylan. It's fucking Son Dylan. Of a bitch. So yeah, is that is that is that as hard as you can bite? You can bite harder than that, or whatever the fuck he was saying. Just fucking fighting him goes out on his own terms. Barehanded, like, like yeah, just straight up. It just it just re- reminded me of like from the Friday movies, you know, like <laughs> you, you just live to, to fight another day, you know, just these right here is all you need. Um, you know, he kind of goes out. Um, I, I like his character too. Uh, well, we'll talk about that in a bit, but um, yeah, best death kind of goes out like a G. You don't really see it, but you hear it. Um, and that guy goes out fighting to the very last breath, um, which is which is a stark contrast to a lot of the characters in these movies and shows that just just die screaming in agony and all that stuff this guy was like fuck that you know like so i I, that's that's the one for me how about you adam uh i mean i'll go last because i got thoughts about the deaths in this movie so you go ahead chris all right um actually like uh it's not in the original cut um one of my favorite uh, you know additions to this is uh the rapist with like the tear drop um, kind of sacrificing himself to trap the alien. As we've pointed out, it ultimately like doesn't amount to, to anything in the long, long run. But I do think it's a great moment where he looks at Ripley. Like there's no spoken apology. There's just like a shared glance between the two of them. And it's like, you know, like it's clear what he's doing and like why he's doing what he's doing. Like he needs to redeem himself. Like, you know, um, and like he, he uh, basically has the alien chase him into the the room so they can can shut it and close behind him. If they didn't have a, a psycho let the alien out, he's he's the hero, you know. Like he's responsible for you know it's one last act of heroism. So yeah, I think it's an interesting thing that kind of adds um, some dimension, you know, to uh, to that character and, and it's an it's a, it's a it's a cool scene. He said just because it's not gratuitous, like it's just a shared glance and just boop. It's not overly cheesy. It's just I think it's well done. So that's probably the one I pick. It's a good one. Uh, so I actually thought about it. <laughs> I don't know if they're my favorite deaths, but when the psycho guy lets it out and cuts the African zoo's neck, like oh. he's a goddamn samurai out of nowhere, it's like okay, that's what. But the only so here's my my actual answer based on the alien is the first time that we see it like as it's growing, um, and it spits in that dude's face and he falls in the fan because like okay, that's a thing. <laughs> that's really interesting and he just gets cut up and his feet go everywhere my main problem with this movie and again i don't hate the movie so i'm not like oh it's awful is that the first two movie it's like a horror suspense and then like a horror action and i don't think this movie is scary almost at all no. and that also kind of goes into the way the alien acts i love the way that it looks i like that we get the lore of hey if it comes out of a different creature it looks and acts differently which i think is an awesome thing but every death in this movie is basically the either the alien grabbing someone by the head with its pants or it like they go on the ceiling and then they're like blood trickles down and their legs kick like the the kills like it this alien is the least interesting killer of all the movies we've ever seen and i think that and and the movie's not scary so it's like the alien's not even i'm not worried about the alien like he doesn't do anything to make me nervous the whole movie and i think that's kind of not good compared to the first two movies again i don't think the movie's bad because of that but i'm this is the least interesting alien besides the way that it looks except for the cg which is awful but whatever yeah. it's 1992 oh. so i i don't like any of the kills it's straight up it's grab a dude by the head with like these the puppet hands or i'm in the ceiling because it's always in the ceiling and then like my legs are kicking you're like ah, oh, let me out and then you're dead like that's 
that's literally 20 kills in the movie. It's just those two things. The, yeah. the lack of connection with the cast of characters also may cause, you know, results in no buildup or tension, you know, because you can have moments that aren't scary. But if it's a character that you don't like, you don't want to see him go out like it kind of can add to that tension when they're being captured or being chased. And you don't really have that. Cause you don't really care about any of these guys. You know, they're a bunch of assholes for the most part. Um, but, you know, yeah, there's definitely a lot of flaws with the movies, but. Yeah, I think, you know, fatigue definitely sets in by the time you get to this. And like, it's kind of apparent that like creative ways to like to to kill and all that stuff. Like there's not really a lot of shock factor left. Like this is our third, you know, trip, you know, uh, on this franchise, like with this this uh, creature. So um, was this yeah. I'm curious, was this planned? Because uh, like, did they like when they were making the first one, did they have a plan of making making this a franchise connecting no. them it, this, this, that's what it seems like right they made yeah. one movie oh this is cool let's make another and another and that's pro you know that's the difference between that and something like obviously this is the, the time is different but something like an mcu when the, the, there is a plan to bring these movies together and to make them kind of cohesive and when you have something like this where you just keep spitting out different movies and hopefully that they stick you know and it's, it's not even about being out of ideas because again the fan thing is cool I like the way I like that the dude's holding it down to try to get the the liquid on it. It's just there are so many others that it's literally I grab this dude or I'm in the ceiling and he's kicking his legs. So it's like that's I don't mind if again I know it's difficult to be creative. That's fine, but they literally do the exact same kill ten times and then they do the other kill ten times. It's like maybe and it's weird because like this alien actually eats people instead of just killing them. It's like he's sitting there chomping on them. It's like wh when. When is this a thing? That wasn't yeah. a thing before. I, just be creative. Again, you could have like the dude looks through the glass whenever they're closing the doors and like the tail comes through. Easy. There's one. That's creative. That's different. It's just the same kill over and over again. So it, it shouldn't be that hard to make or have less characters. Maybe only kill 10 prisoners and you can be more creative. I don't know. Yeah, it, I mean, oddly enough, like the most creative thing they do like around death and kills is probably the the accident with the fire, right? Like that's probably the not the most unexpected thing that happens, but the most unique thing that happens because it takes out a lot of the the prisoners kind of all at once. And all the guys like, jump in and while they're on fire. Yeah, which is his favorite scene in the movie. Yeah. Um, I do so, like in that scene how they show the like the it's either like the bucket or a tin can, like how it's super super hot, and then they put the water on it and it breaks. I'm like, oh, good that they put that in there. A little foreshadowing, yeah. Um, who is your favorite character in the movie? By the way, another a topic that we uh, we always touch on. Uh, for me, it's 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 still Dylan. That's kind. I didn't want to get into it earlier with his death, but the reason I like him is because he's. I think he. It, it probably would have been um, Tywin's character, but it just he went out way too seamlessly for me. But I like Dylan because he's the only character that is realistic with who he is and kind of come to terms with who he is. Yeah, I'm a killer. I'm this. I'm all these things. He he he's the, he finds religion, but like he doesn't excuse himself of, of the things that he's done. He's 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 honest with himself and with everyone around him, um, and and he kind of uh, preaches that same kind of accountability with everybody, you know. So it's almost like he's the only one who's not a hypocrite in that you know in that in that cast of of prisoners, right? He's the he's the one that like embraces everything and is more realistic. So there's 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 a deeper sense of understanding and if there's any if there's any character that maybe has 
gotten that salvation or, or that like has actually evolved to the point of of redemption it's it's really it's really him i think um yeah his intro to ripley is like yeah you don't want to know me lady i'm a raper and killer of women like yeah that's a hell of a nice to meet you you know yeah, like he's like, <laughs> like he's like yeah don't he's like don't come talk to me because i'm just the, the guy the preacher and you assume that i'm the nicest of 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 this group you know like this is who i am or who i was this is what i am now you know and it's no it's make no ifs ands or buts about it um so so i like it and he's 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 practical he's He's authentic, right? When he says, I ain't going to fucking kill you. You're going to fucking help us get rid of this shit. And then I'll kill you. No problem. There's You don't got to worry about that. I got no problems taking you out. But you don't get the easy way out of this. You brought this shit here. You're going to help us figure this thing out. Um, you know, and in that moment, he kind of helps bring Ripley back to being the character that we expect her to be. Yeah. Uh, without him, she probably does completely crumble. So he's he's a much more important character than than it might seem for sure. Do you want to go next, Adam, or do you want me to go? Yeah, I go. Yeah, but Dylan is the best one. So I'll just go ahead and say George <laughs> picked the right answer. Uh, I also like um, again. I don't remember how much character development we get between Assembly Cut first Normal Cut, but I like eighty. Is it eighty six or eighty seven? Damn it, eighty five. Eighty five. Yeah. Uh, uh, just because he's a he's a joke and everyone. Uh, gives him a hard time but he does a really cool thing where he's turning them in you know he's like i'm getting off this planet and you know screw all you guys and then we get bishop showing up and everyone's like that guy's an android for sure and then 85 is like you know what this is wrong let me fix things and he attacks him and busts his whole ear off of his head <laughs> and he's bleeding and it's like oh he's not an android this is really him so 85 it's funny it's a joke but then he also gives us a really cool revelation that this is this guy's telling the truth that he's like bishop is based off of me i'm the real deal and then we get that confirmation and then just his ears hanging off the rest of the scene which is great and you know the thing about that character too is he genuinely tries to for a while to be a leader right like he kind of gives up at the end like he doesn't take play uh take part of the plan to trap it uh in the lead works like at the very end but up until that point like even though like I mean, let's be real, like the guy, he knows that he's not the brightest like of the group, but he like he's the only other administrator there. He's not a prisoner. He's he's like one of two administrators that they left behind and he tries to raise to the occasion. Right. And like he does what a good leader like should do, which is like he gets diversity of opinion and he defers to Ripley. He does what his predecessor that gets fucking sucked up into the vent doesn't do, which is like he takes what Ripley has to say seriously and goes like, hey, yes, like let's let's you know what you're what we're dealing with. Like I'm not gonna fight you or argue with you. Like let's let's do it, right? And like yeah, he I, knows she's a priority and was like, yeah, I better fault she yeah. They say that she's special, so she's special. Um and you know like I, I he does a better job than his predecessor at leading the uh, arguably like handling the situation despite the fact that he has a lower iq and yeah it's funny that everyone kind of clowns on him but like but yeah i think he's a great he's sympathetic too where like you totally get where he's coming from where he's like fuck this i'm not going to have this thing chase me like into the lead works like i've got a wife and kids they're fucking almost here i'm gonna go sit in the office and barricade myself like y'all could go deal with that shit like you get where he's coming from where he's like this is above my pay grade like we tried we fucked it up like the guys with guns are coming like let's just sit tight like you know um a little bit of blind trust that the company is going to come and shoot it but like yeah i think he's I was surprised it didn't kill him after he told them where they were. Like, you know, when they start walking off and he just follows them, I was surprised it didn't just off him right then and there. Makes yeah. me wonder they might have saved him. 
Yeah, I think they would have, like, you know, because he's a company guy, right? He works yeah. for the company. And at that up until that point, he's compliant, right? Like he does everything that they ask him to do or tries to. And it's not until he assaults <laughs> whatever yeah, bishops, like, yeah, that they uh issued his ass. But yeah. So God, you picked him. That was gonna be we my took choice. the good ones. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, okay, so the the other obvious choice is Clemens, right? Like, even though he does have an untimely demise, like they do a lot to develop that character, and you you like him almost immediately because he kind of trusts her. Like, you know, he's like, I don't, I want an explanation, and I'll wait for the explanation. But like, you're clearly upset and suspicious about something, so he kind of uses his gut. You can kind of see where he's like, all right, I'm gonna do what she's asking me, and like get the explanation later like what's the harm in it really like what's the harm in doing the autopsy for example or cremating the body it's like um and he kind of lets her come around to it in her own time um to explain and he, ultimately he's truthful you know about like yeah, he's a little evasive but like ultimately he is truthful about why he is there and his story is definitely tragic and you know it's a basically a throwaway line but like you know when he says like hey like uh what well, i serve my term and i was gonna go out but when these guys decided to stay like i decided to stay too like you know and he says i i feel like i was let off, let off lightly like with his sentence you know um where he uh accidentally like wasn't you know uh, responsible for the deaths of people that were under his uh medical care because he had you know was drunk or whatever like there's a lot of stuff that they do to really do it is a shame that he doesn't make it longer because like they really do a great job up to that point, like developing that character and making somebody sympathetic and like, yeah, he's a prisoner, but like, you know, he's not a violent offender and like him and Ripley, I think like uh, Sigourney Weaver and Charles Dance have great chemistry in the scenes that they're in too. Like, you know, I love the whole uh, like, Hey, answer the question. They're like, how about you answer this question? And he's like, how about I answer that question with another question? And then they sleep together. He's like, and she's like, how about we fuck? Question. And he's like, word. <laughs> <laughs> I love that whole back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so um, next we're going to do, uh, what is your favorite scene in the, in the film? Scene or sequence? Um. Man, it's a. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I gotta go with something else. I don't want to go. Keep going back to the to the well. Um, probably favorite sequence. First if you need a moment, I can tell you mine. Like yeah, a, a yeah. Cut. You go. You go. You get uh, So in either cut, um, like Adam pointed out, it is much more upsetting in the uh, original cut. But the chest burster scene, I think, is great in both of these um, because it's super or juxtaposed, I should say um against the funeral and i love the way the speech kind of ties into what's going on like what he's talking about with like life and death and you know from every seed there's a new flower like you know like there's a lot of like imagery that kind of ties into the chestburster emerging uh the original cut is a rottweiler and it's super sad because the dog is like whining and like you know crying and like convulsing on the ground um whereas like in this it's a dead ox uh in the assembly cut so i agree with you adam like i much prefer the assembly cut version but i think it works on both levels it's largely the same kind of like uh motif that they're going for the music's fantastic and of course like the emergence and the reveal of the quadrupedal um alien is fantastic oh that reminds me piece of trivia i forgot the uh, whip it they originally tried you can google right now alien 3 whip it uh, like the dog breed um, they originally had tried to um put the alien costume on a dog and that was going to be their quadrupedal alien and it 
surprise surprise did not work at all it looks awful but it is adorable it is adorable um but yeah uh, so that's my pick for for sequences uh, who wants to go next uh, i do uh like the entire the metalworks whatever that whole found whatever they call that thing foundry whatever they call it, those scenes where they're going through um and they're like cutting it off uh, and trying to like trap the alien and the whole thing with like putting the metal on it and all that that entire sequence is cool it's kind of ridiculous that they're running through these tunnels for 20 minutes but it's fine they just we get all the we get all the deaths right there and it's just like hey do what you're supposed to do bring it here and like it's it's that little cat and mouse game that they play that guy freaking out trying to pull it early um again him sacrificing himself to get all that lead dropped on him i like that whole i mean it's basically the, the last action scene that we get in the movie so uh i think it was cool how they did it where it's like oh man some of these doors aren't closed it's gotta go just do it man it doesn't matter do what you gotta do and uh i think i think that's a pretty cool action scene again i don't love all the way the deaths go because they're basically the same but i still think like the idea of that is cool and seeing this thing run back and forth and like when he grabs her because it at this point we know it won't kill her because she has a queen inside of her and then when uh dylan grabs her like to pull her away and it freaks out it's like oh it's gonna protect her so i, I like you know i don't love the, the deaths in that scene but i like how that scene plays out so i think that's a pretty good one yeah it's a good it's a good suspenseful sequence not because you particularly care or think anyone's gonna make it out alive but like you just want to see them succeed in their goal right i think that's where the suspense and tension comes from so it works awesome george are we are we doing like uh are we gonna do a section for like new edition or something like this yeah okay then this one's gonna kind of segue into it because it it falls between the two um and and that is the the pov scenes with the of the alien when it's chasing people um that's probably the thing that i would like the most it's also the the coolest edition um because i don't think we've seen i could be wrong correct me if i'm wrong but i don't think we saw first person alien perspective uh in the other movies certainly right. not when not being hunted either so no you're right um and then the fact that this one can kind of like run on the walls upside down like spider-man style um i thought was 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 kind of neat um and given that that the, that the uh movie is kind of lacking in 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 scare scary stuff or tension this is the most that it gets right the 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 scenes in which the they're chasing the prisoners or the, the aliens chasing the prisoners in that first person perspective especially as the doors are closing and he's trying to get through them um is the closest thing to any kind of tension that you get uh in the movie so um getting that perspective was cool especially since this is like a quadruped right so you see it very low on the ground and the way that it's moving uh, almost like you know yeah like a like a lion or something like that um yeah and then being able to see it upside down they do a pretty good job of that and getting that camera angle uh upside down um i thought that was pretty cool awesome um so that brings us to uh favorite edition of uh like new lore or like world building so what is your favorite edition like what does this movie add to the lore and it adds plenty you know i think that that's this is going to be a tough one I got a list. So I'll go last. So I know you guys. Are, I don't want to take anybody. So I've got a list. Of that them. is my my the edition that I like the most is seeing the. Um, I mean, it's we've already talked about it, but like the 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 quadruped with the first person, um, seeing the way that it's pursuing things, and especially given that we've come back from watching a couple Predator movies, I uh, was very curious to see how it sees and how it uh, looks at things. So getting that first person perspective that you kind of get in the Predator movies. I thought it was kind of cool getting it here. 
Yeah, so I mean for for me it's um it's probably uh, it's kind of a kind of spoilery stuff for a future. All right, I'm not going to do that one. Um we'll come back to that when the time is right. Was, there's there's one I was going to pick but it would it would probably ruin um uh, a future uh film, so I'm not going to do that. Eh I hmm. It's tough, man. There there's a lot of stuff that they uh had uh you know what i'm gonna go with the fact that like we get more about Waylon yutani like as a company like just knowing that they have like you know prisons like you kind of get like it's a small thing but like it you really see kind of the reach of the company like beyond just like you know a shipping company or like a bioweapon like company like like obviously there's there's such a conglomerate that they have like uh literally like a for-profit prison um you know, on other worlds, multiple ones. Like, you know, they, they mentioned like, this isn't the only one. So I'd say that's probably one of my favorite uh, details. And of course, like this, all the stuff that you get at the end where you see, um, you know, whatever that character's name is, uh, uh, the Bishop, like um, lookalike and uh, on all the, the guys um, that, that show up. So yeah, that's, that's what I'll pick for mine. I'll say, yeah, the Wayland stuff I always like, especially where it... That's that's the one of the through lines. It's either Ripley or Wayland or the alien is the only thing that stays consistent. And I, I like that we start getting more and more based on humans trying to do things with um, powers of aliens, which is always a good time. I like that we get to see sort of a midpoint in the alien's life cycle. So we know we get to check. I also like, well, this, that it can implant an, uh, an alien baby into people or a queen excuse me which because before we were like oh there's just a big one here all of a sudden it's like no there's i think whenever the guy picks up the face huggers oh man this this is a big one right that's whenever new he, to the assembly yeah. cut yeah like the super big like to, to get the ox or whatever but ripley has a queen inside of her which is new because we never knew where that came from you just like uh like maybe one grows up now it's a very specific a breed of one and then we also get it at the halfway molting i think that's what insects do right they molt when they change shape yep. where when the dude gets spit on at the fan it's not full size i love it because it's like still white ish and it's not fully black yet so like it doesn't have its full last skin but it's big it's not a still a little itty bitty crawler so i like that it's like oh these things grow fast but it's like oh he caught it halfway point and also it spit acid which is completely new too so we get a little more of a some alien power uh, things and we get to see it in different stages, which is cool. And again, George future spoilers. I'm not spoiling anything, but pay attention to acid stuff in future movies. Cause it gets wild pretty soon. It does. Awesome. Um, let me just double check my list to make sure. Uh, no, I think we pretty much hit everything like, uh, so does it hold up? You know, that's always the question we ask. And so we cover the CGI like that's bad. It's early CGI. It sticks out like a sore thumb. It's very bad. Um, you know, I, I, any practical like you can see behind me, like the any any time where they had like the puppets or like the suit, like way better. Like any it's it's so stark, like any sequence. I, I get what they're going for. They wanted to kind of show the movement and stuff. It just it just doesn't it just doesn't work. You know, um, I don't think it really worked back then either. If I remember kind of like you know, seeing it for the first time, it's just, uh, it looks odd. It looks out of place. Um, but that being said, like, I mean, I, uh, once again, love the set designs. I like the world building. Um, this feels like a very believable rundown prison. You know, I'm not sure where the fuck they shot this, or if it's just a soundstage or if they did some location shooting, but, um, uh, but really, really, really solid there. And, 
if there were, this were to be the last, you know, alien movie and we know it's not, um, I think it's pretty successful. Like what it, what it, uh, what it does was, this was always a satisfying conclusion, you know, for me, like as a, a young lad before there was a resurrection. So, um, yeah. Thoughts. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Like, I think the movie holds up. Uh, I think it's fine. Like it is a, it is a, it's a, it's fine movie. It's a, it's a decent movie. It's a, it's like, okay. It has some good stuff, has some weak stuff story wise, plot wise. Um, but it, it, it is fine. And I think what it's missing um, for a movie that has some weak story stuff, the and development stuff, it's missing the, the like, like, uh, like Adam said, the scary, the horror aspect, some action to an extent as well. Um, Cause like you said, there's no weapons here or they don't really fight it. And a little bit of, and, and a lot of the deaths are off screen, you know? So um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's borderline like genre less, you know, because it's like, I don't know, it's not really science fiction anymore besides just the alien and not really doing a whole lot of space or into prison. You know, it's not horror. It's not even it's not even survival that much anymore. It's uh, it's just, you know, it's just a, it's just a soft, decent movie. It's a decent movie, you know. Yeah, it's I, I really encourage you um, to seek out the uh, the. Uh, there's William Gibson's like version of like this script, which is completely different. It'd be like, you know, reading a, an alternate, completely alternate version. Um, there, there's some, I mean, and his isn't the only one. His is like one of a couple of like versions of like this story that they tried to tell. Um, I can't remember if it's his or somebody else's where there's like monks and you can kind of see where some of that made it over with the prisoners, but it was like an isolated group of monks on a planet. Like, uh, and there was a lot of religious and like philosophical slants. And again, you could kind of see a little bit of the DNA of like where that maybe kind of like was like initially. Um, and kind of get that with that crazy character where he's like, Oh, it's a dragon. Like he thinks it's a religious figure. Is that kind of the, what they might've been going for in that script? Gallic, yeah. Um, I, it's been a while since I've read it. Like, in some of the alternate scripts that I've read, um, like blur together. There was one where like it was an entire planet made of wood, like, uh, and I don't remember if I just like there was like some pages of that that survived or what. But I seem to remember there like being like again like a big fire that happens and a planet that's made of wood. Like, not a great thing to uh, to happen. Um, just yeah, it's it's the production of this movie. I feel like is as interesting as the film itself. Um, you know, maybe perhaps more interesting. Uh, because of kind of where it ends up. Um, I think you can see a lot of potential in some things that didn't quite pan out, but, um, but I, I you know, I, ultimately I like it. Like I said, it's, I, I don't think it's the best um, movie, but I, I think it is like, uh, like because it, it, it's so odd and it stands alone. Like this, this movie, you, I feel like you could show this to somebody and yeah, there's like references to other stuff, but I think this movie stands alone better than aliens like as far as like you you could just watch this movie and understand like what's going on not as interesting or fun as aliens or alien but like um it does feel a little bit like like every time i watch this movie i'm like you know supposedly this is probably a few months that have passed but this seems like post apocalyptic in a lot of ways right like and it's almost like she's at the end of time and of course like that's not what's happening at all but it just has a weird tone so yeah cool well, uh, on the next episode, we'll be doing Alien Resurrection oh and our second round of rankings. So we'll be officially halfway through. 
And we're going to be watching Alien Resurrection, which I believe is 97. I'm saying that off the top of my head, so don't yell at me in the comments if I'm wrong, but I, I think I'm correct there. And uh, it's made by uh, a French filmmaker known for like French art house movies. So uh, imagine what that could look like, <laughs> George, and get excited. It's it's weird. It's it's fun at times, but fuck, it is, uh, it's weird. So uh, I can't wait to, to, to watch that in party and uh, discuss and, and uh, do our next round of rankings because it should be quite interesting to see where things kind of wind up now on the second uh, round of it. So thanks for hanging out with us once again. And uh, until next time, peace. <laughs> I fucking love Bobby so much. <laughs> Jesus Christ.